they see me rolling. And starting the Quest That's podcast. Shell's song. Got her. Shell, you so deserve to have that song playing on your Keep electric rolling, wheelchair rolling, rolling, when rolling. you're going so fast around corners. They see her rolling. <laughs> they hate her. What a geeky She's way to start white, the podcast. She's not white, but she is nerdy. Shell, you're a decent person. Not good, not bad, just decent. Just decent. A good, a, a fan of cooking. True. <laughs> yes. So, uh, my, all right, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Quest Cast. Uh, I am here with Corbin, soundboard guy, Logan. He's making a fun face. He's the only one out of all of us that can twerk. That's not true. You guys just haven't honed in. He's on the only your, uh, one who practice. can twerk well. Twerk well. Why don't you show me how good you can do it, Corbin? I ain't fine to throw it back right now. Okay. Wow. I'll hold you to it, though. You and said then right there's now. Uh, me, Seth, <laughs> um, the owner of the house that we do this all in. So nope. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the truth. Um, so I had a couple of fun questions for these guys because we're sitting here and we're finally getting... We got a little bit of a mojo going here. So I was going to fire no, I off. No, Bye. Okay. That's fine. You know what? You're right. We don't. Bye, guys. Thanks um, for listening. Yeah, we should do a gag podcast like one <laughs> of these weeks. Five minutes. Yeah, and uh, that's all we had to say. We did one where there's just 15 minutes of dead space at the end. I'm pretty sure, or 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, I think there was one. And I was like, why? Why did Corbin do this? I was <laughs> waiting for there to be something edited right at the end. Because I was hoping Logan's to vanilla get people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. For you guys, because mm-hmm. it was a fun little conversation. Again, Karen and I, Karen and I are getting into some of the m- more entertaining questions that you just kind of do at this point in the relationship. We're, yeah. we're going to have our three-year anniversary here come this weekend. Woo! Screw you. That actually sounded really weird over the it audio. Um, but uh, so uh, if you guys could. No. If, if psychedelics were presented to you, do you think you would try them? No. I've already done psychedelics. Got them. I I have trips at for people who's done them, and I would never do them. Yeah, I've heard. Well, even if I didn't hear about bad experiences, I'm always leery of that kind of stuff and don't really have a desire for it. But even if I, like, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, there. I've heard of so many bad experiences with that stuff that I'm like, ah, I don't really. So experiences aside, it's eight hours for mushrooms is the entire duration of the trip. And for acid, it is twelve to sixteen hours of straight. I would want. I would do want to do a safer one. I'd maybe like a mushrooms, probably. But yeah, mushrooms is like eight hours. I think if I were going to, I think I'd try once and just be like, I just want to know, and then be done. Be like, cool. That was uh, that was an. If there was a way to just immediately like end it, so like if there's like like you could essentially simulate it. I guess you probably have trips pretty much. You could do like a VR. A VR trip like YouTube video, but it's not the well, same. Corbin probably has trips every so often with his uh, his night terrors. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I have Wait. close enough to a trip with my night terrors that yeah, I don't want to experience that when I'm actually awake. Well, I guess I do experience them when I'm awake. What the heck as a is, night terror. What is this night terror thing that you're talking about? You've not about? heard of my night terrors? No. <laughs> oh, let's get into this because this is rel- well entertaining and freaks me the hell out. Okay, yeah. So, um... I have night terrors. Now and, you're engaged, aren't you, Logan? Uh, they're so fun. Engaged. 
They're not fun. What's a, what is a night terror? So a night terror is like, I'm trying to think of the technical definition of it, but essentially it's kind of like a nightmare, but it occurs in a different um, stage of sleep, I believe. But um, so essentially what happens is you kind of get stuck and you don't, you, I think it's you're not getting REM sleep anymore. I'll do some research and you just speak. It's been a while since I've actually dug into it. Just but anyway, so um, a lot of times what happens is you'll have it happen and then I'll wake up, but it's like still happening for a little while because I'm not actually awake yet and it'll take a little bit for things to go away sometimes. So I uh, one example that my most commonly reoccurring one has to do with spiders. And I'm not really inherently scared of spiders. Like if I'm awake, spiders don't really bother me. Like I don't want one like crawling on me, but as long as it's not near my face or in my bedroom and I'm fine. Um, so a lot of times I will have a dream where I will like look up at my ceiling and it'll just be covered in cobwebs and they'll like start coming down towards me. And then I'll like freak out, like, oh crap, there's spiders and they're gonna like I land on change me. it real quick when you're done with the spider section. Okay. And like I'll throw off the covers and I'll run and I'll turn on my light and like I'll see the spiders and then they'll slowly start to fade away. And then I'll realize, oh, this isn't real. That is creepy. So it sucks. But <laughs> you you wake up and you see it. Oh yeah, so, so it's a lot almost of times like I'll a, wake up and I'll see them still, psychosis. and it'll slowly start to go away. So just just a quick thing: sleep terror, or sleep terrors, or night terrors are mm-hmm. classified as parasomnia, an undesirable behavior of uh, experienced during sleep. Sleep terrors or night terrors are a disorder of arousal, meaning you, they occur during in three sleep, the deepest stage of non-rapid eye movement sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's apparently right before REM really kicks in. Yeah, and it's a problem because a lot of times you'll get stuck in that phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, like a lot of times I'll have night terrors and I won't remember them, but I'll show enough symptoms that I'm like, there's a really good chance that I had a night terror last night and just don't remember it. Which, and I, that which becomes is probably, very noticeable when I start to get like really tired, even though I'm like getting plenty of sleep, I'll still be dog tired. And it's because I'm not getting my REM sleep as much as I should. Which it could be kind of interesting is that your body just suppresses that memory. Like you don't want to relive that one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember once it's not night terrors, but it's like sleep related. Yeah. Sleep paralysis. I remember. No, I have had that one time. How, well, what? what I thought was sleep paralysis. Okay. So I had, I had this old like, day bed it was mm-hmm. weird it was like three it was like a couch but it was a bed it had like three yeah. sides and there was a bunch of like tight knit like bunch of little it was like a cage like pattern and i had my hand in it while i slept because i like mm-hmm. having my hand like when i when i do things i like my hand resting on something like i can't sitting like like with my hands out in the open like bugs me for some reason i like having touch yeah. so i like rest my hands in between the bars and stuff and they're really tight, so my fingers barely fit through them. And I remember one time I woke up, and they were still there. And I went to move my arm, and I physically could not move it because it was that. stuck. And I was like, I'm going through this sleep paralysis thing. And then I like, I was like, oh, okay, I wasn't. <laughs> I had that one, one time. I'll let you finish, and then but, I'll go. Uh, this one time, I remember dreaming about something like coming towards my face, and I woke up in the middle of the night to a spider, like a legit spider, like webbing down to my face, and it was like right oh, in front of my no. face. I slapped yeah. it, and uh, I moved my bed, and I never slept in that position again. I, that was um, creepy. 
That's another one of my... So it's either the spiders in the ceiling or there's one making a web between my face and the headboard and I'll like wake up, I'll see it and then I'll like move a little bit and then the web will kind of move with me and then the spider will get agitated because the, the web moved and then that I'll freak out and open yeah, and I, turn on the I light. Hate, and, I don't like this. I don't think spiders are scary, but I hate them. I yeah. just don't. He, he's got worse ones. Get into the other crap. Yeah, so... Uh, Sorry, I don't want to make you relive all the... Are you talking the, about the... Are the Wigglers or... Oh, those. Okay, I'll get into that one next. But so the most violent reaction I've had to a night terror was... Uh, have you ever seen the Green Mile? Is that... Is that the one with the big guy that... Yeah, who was falsely accused yeah. of rape or, or rape and murder and... Yeah. Yeah. So um, the scene where he sucks the disease out of somebody... Those like gnat-like things. Oh, okay. yeah. So I had this dream that I was in a mine shaft. And so I had a pickaxe and I was like mining away at this wall and the rocks crumbled down and all these like gnat things came out of the wall and they looked just like the things from the Green Mile. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, crap. And they're all like swarming by my face. So I'm like running down this, you know, this corridor or whatever. And I'm like trying to get away from them. And I hit a dead end. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. And I look behind me and they're following me. I'm like, oh, no. And so they start swarming my face again. And I'm like breathing them in. And I can like feel it in my like throat and in my mouth and in my lungs. And so I like shield my face and I like slump to the floor. And then uh, next thing I know, I can hear my mom be like, Carmen, Carmen, are you okay? What Are you okay? What's going on? Carmen. I wake up, I had blown through. So the way my house is set up is you have to go through my mom's room to get to my room. So I had blown through my doorway and the end of the mine shaft or that corridor dead end was the next door because it opened inward instead of outward. And I almost broke the door off the hinges. <laughs> and, you know, so I... That's when she woke you up was trying to break the door? Or? No, I, I had body slammed the door it didn't give out. It almost did. And I slumped to the floor because I was trying to protect myself from these bugs. And then I woke up with my hands over, my, you know, like in front of my face and my mom, like standing like six feet away, like Carmen, Carmen, Carmen. Yeah. Not only would that be terrifying for you, but imagine her like, Oh yeah, that probably would have been freaky. I apparently sleep talk all the time because she used to always tell me about my sleep talking and then she stopped and I just assumed I hadn't been sleep talking. She's like, no, it just happens so often. It's not even worth bringing up. I'm Side like, oh. note, did you know all dreams are visions and things you have seen in real life? Nothing you have dreamed of has ever been something you have never seen. Well, like I on a but TV it can be culminations. Okay. okay, cool. Yeah, I but did you know that uh, blind people don't have dreams like we do? They have like it, it's some sort of weird it's some sort of weird dream that they have it's not a picture or like a visual dream mm -hmm. or they just like feel the dream I, I i so i i it was a long I time ago a that nightmare I, is for a blind person yeah you what seeing things i said i wonder what a nightmare is for a blind person <laughs> hearing things Ooh. not hearing things Ooh. that's probably got to be the worst you only can feel nothing can't even hear yeah well yeah, I remember see the listening to the uh, what what's the Huberman Lab podcast, and he was talking about how I need to listen to some of that. He's stuff. good. He's good. Um, he was talking about how uh, people who dream are it's a part of the visionary system, and that replays during your sleep cycle. Yeah, and that everything you've ever dreamed of, you've seen in real life in some sort of way. 
like TV or mm-hmm. on your phone or whatever. And it can be like a mashup of things. Yeah. Like, but there's no such thing that has ever been in your dream that you have not at least seen. Yeah. And that, that, uh, blind, blind people don't have the same types of dreams. They have like a, like a feeling dream. Like you said, some sort of, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was pretty cool. See, I'm, uh, now in regards to some of those dreams, the, uh, but the the ones that you know the deja vu ones when you've had them and you're like, this legit happened. Mm-hmm. Now, pair to those with ones that they feel that way. They feel like, oh, that could be a, such a deja vu kind of moment. And you keep having it, and it's like in pair with a nightmare, and you're like, I don't want that to be real. Yeah. No, no, because it was one literally the entire event. All that didn't all that happened is we didn't give someone sugar, and that was like the beginning part that I didn't really remember. And then I remember uh, going and doing my entire norm, like uh, we go do Christmas with one side of our family, mm-hmm. did the entire party, experienced it all, drove home. Literally every time I, you know, for the for for a few years, we were coming home and there were, it was, uh, the dream I had was there was a guy standing in one of the windows looking out mm-hmm. from inside our house. We were like, our lights are on. Why is that? We're like, oh, we must have left him. Oh, there's a dude who's in our house. Guy comes out and just starts shooting up the whole family. Oh. Wow. I, and I listened to screaming, and then I got shot. And I was like... You're saying that's a reoccurring dream you No, had? that was one. Oh, and I okay. had it, but then, like, so every year we'd go to the family reunion, and I'd experience it all, and we'd be driving home, like, if the lights are on, I'm telling everybody to just hightail it. We're driving by, we're calling the police, we ain't going in. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to live through that, really. Yeah. You want to know what the, the craziest dream I've ever had is? So it's not crazy as in, like, that type of crazy, but mm-hmm. it was... I've never lucid dreamed and I don't, you know, if I've never been a part of something, I don't really know how I can believe it. So like there was this one dream that I had and it was so realistic. And yeah. I remember telling myself, cause it was so, everything that was happening was so good. I was like, this is a dream. And then it kept going. Like it was felt real. Yeah. And then I woke up and remembered everything of it. And I'm like, that is crazy. Now, what, I, something fun to do, keep a dream journal or record stuff the no. second you get done because it's no. it's entertaining. I dream fart. My mom tells, used to tell me that when I was a kid that I used to dream fart a lot. What's You just pass gas in your sleep? Yeah, a lot. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Mean? It's not dream farting. It's just I fart in my yeah. sleep. <clears throat> I um, I had a dream once. And so like, you know, obviously my dreams are very feel real to me because, you know, they're in they're real in the wrong part of sleep that they occur. And uh but I did have one dream that I thought was at, like had happened and it took me like over a day to realize it didn't happen. So I had a dream that my mom had made muffins and that I had been eating them for breakfast in the mornings and there was one left. So I woke up was getting ready for school and I was going to grab a muffin and I was going to eat it on my way to school. And one of my friends was in my house and was like, oh, hey, Corbin, how's it going? And he had eaten the muffin. (laughs) And I was really mad because that was the last muffin. I'd been looking forward to it. He didn't even ask. He just ate the muffin, thought there was no problem. And I was like, that is so rude. I can't believe he's like that. And I I went the whole day ticked off at this person. I was like, wait a minute. This guy doesn't even know where I live. There's no way he could have gone to my house and known that I had muffins and eaten a muffin. So I spent the whole day mad at this guy because I thought this actually happened. 
I'm going to get a hold of your mom and tell her to buy muffins. And then I'm going to come over one time in the middle of the day and just eat them all. Yeah. Um, so I noticed that recently I have been like my sleep cycle. I've always had trouble getting to sleep. Yeah. Like I, it takes me a long time to get to sleep. And I noticed recently that I've been waking up at like 3 a.m. Hey, welcome every, to that life. Every, it sucks. Every single night I've been waking up at 3 a.m. And I sleep till like 7.50. No, no, I freak out because of my one panic attack happened at the 3. Wait, so I, is he waking up at 3 because of panic attack? No, I'm just randomly waking up at 3. and That's then, probably insomnia. You know what they say happens around that time in the morning? They say some. that's 3 a.m. is the devil's hour. I don't like that, and I just push that thought out of my head. <laughs> yeah, well, I hate being here. Alone I don't at understand night. why <laughs> yeah. I've been doing it. Like, I know some nights I wake up at like three a.m. because I'm thirsty as crap, or I got to use the bathroom. But like recently, it's just been I've been waking up at well, three. If you've been doing it a lot because of those reasons, even if those no, reasons like, are no longer a thing, your brain will still <laughs> like probably for the past like five months now. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, sleep. I'm just so, I don't What's care. What's funny, enough. it happens even during the time shift, but then you still wake up at three. Yeah. Not two. Yeah. Not four, three. It's been like that for a yeah, while. Yeah, but if you went to bed at, you know, hypothetically the, the same amount of time. So if it's the uh, roughly the amount of time since you went to bed, that would remain the yeah. same. But, you know, it's just that. I don't have health insurance, so I don't want to go to the doctor for... See what's wrong. Just wear a smartwatch and do a sleep study on yourself. <laughs> I don't have a smartwatch because we have Apple watches and those are not smart. Yo. I uh, I just know that, yeah, I've had, I I don't like it. I wake up at three and I just kind of push that stuff out of my mind because uh, I've had mm. one bad experience and I really just go, not, not tonight, not going to have time for it. No. Yeah. See... I'm glad I don't really have nightmares anymore because I used to have really bad nightmares. Cause, and then night terrors. Well, because night terrors in a way are better because like in the moment they're significantly worse, but then you're like, oh, it wasn't real. Whereas like a dream, you wake up and it's like your brain is still like... There. It's like, yeah, I know it's not real, but I am terrified right now. Whereas yeah, with a night terror, it's like yeah. you wake up and it's... Well, I don't know if it's just maybe because I'm older and I can actually process through it better now. They're like, oh, it's not real. It's not a problem. You know, because as a kid, when you're hyped up like that. But I used to have... Uh, the worst part was that a lot of nightmares would build off of each other. So it's like it's always the same world yes, with the I've same rules, that. with the same like antagonists, I guess. Yeah, you've yeah, my dreams were always uh it was like a dark world, mm -hmm. but it would always be my it would always be Nate, always be Ohio. Yeah. And it was uh instead the of like where down. the instead of the uh, instead where the uh the grass is like taller, there was just jagged uh, slate rock. Yeah. The grass isn't greener on the that's other side. That's where I think a lot it's more of my very similar to all, like, half of my reoccurring dreams. Like uh that's where <laughs> like when I, like I when I talk about a common nightmare esque scene. When I when I play D D, that's almost where I if I want something to come across as more I guess spooky, I use like slate yeah. slate rock and it's jagged and it's, you know, pillars or spikes and yeah. that's where I see it. That's what I know is like it's a little spooky. Yeah. I just had something I really wanted to bring up and discuss, but I, it, it eluded me, and now I'm I'm like mad because well, I'll finish my thought, and that might give yeah. you time to remember. Well, what were you talking about? So am I? So the dreams would reoccur your in the dream, same worlds. Your dreams and the nightmare. So um, his night terrors are pretty interesting. Big one was that there was this race 
called scum. And if you've ever had like, like rubber duckies or whatever, and you played with them in the bath and like, they usually have that hole in the bottom and you can kind of use them as a squirt gun in a way. Like you can squirt water out of them. Well, a lot of times scum would build up. So you'd do it and then like you'd squeeze it and then scum would come out and you're like, Ooh, that's gross. Well, these things were made out of that scum, but they were like skeletons essentially. Like they were very skeletal beings and they were like the embodiment of hatred. So like in like a lot of my dreams, it would be like, even if it didn't look scary, like the way you felt during the dream made it bad because they carried like a presence or an aura about them of just sheer hatred and disgust for everything, including other scums. So there was also these like snake like things and they were always a precursor to the scum. So if you saw one of these snake like things, you knew, Oh, scum are nearby scum are coming. You should probably hide or run away or what have you. Well, one of the worst dreams was where I woke up and I was like in an attic laying in between the, the joists. So like my head was below the joist. So I like sat up and I heard these voices and like a scuffle and I look over and there's like this grail looking thing, like a Holy grail look like a chalice. Oh, fate, fate zero fate series. I just started that the other day and then I stopped after I didn't even finish the first episode because it wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't what I was in the mood for. Anyways, um, so there's this chalice thing and these two scums were fighting over this chalice and the one was like on top of the other one and choking it out to death. And I was like, oh no. So I laid back down and I was like, please don't have seen me. Please don't have seen me. And I heard like the one eventually died and then I eventually woke up. But like these scum were always How a young were you? Oh, I was maybe somewhere between f- f- probably starting around age four or five and up through like my early teens. No, like the scum dream. Oh, and the scum dream. I don't know. Could your present day self take one of the scum in a fight? Probably not. Oh, <laughs> that's scary. Like genuinely, like if I saw one and that's not even if like, oh, there's a walking skeleton, I'm scared. Like even if it was something I was used to and I knew of them and it was just an ordinary part of life, I do not think I could have taken one on in my current state. And that's even I if I had a gun. You would be scared. Yeah. You just wouldn't want, you'd be like, no, yeah. no, I'm good. Yep. I would run. Would you be more scared of that or a minotaur? Absolutely. One of those things. <laughs> but then uh, I had a dream in this and it's again, the same universe where I, we were on our way to um, Ocean City in Maryland and there's like this carnival thing way out there and you can see the Ferris wheel and stuff and we were in the parking lot getting ready to walk to the beach and I saw some of those snakes slither under some cars. I was like, oh crap. So I tried to hurry up and catch up with my family to warn them that you know I saw the snake things. There's probably scum nearby and we rounded the corner and then I looked back up at the Ferris wheel and it was covered in those snakes and I'm like, oh, this is bad. There's a lot of scum nearby. Oh. And then I woke up, but like a lot of those dreams had something to do with those snakes. And if the snakes are nearby, the scum were nearby. Like I had a dream once where one came out of the f- register in my f- of the floor in my house that I used to live in and like grabbed me by the foot and pulled me into the duct work. Ugh. And then I woke up as I was like flying through the ducts. <laughs> What, uh, oh, no, no. Would yeah. you be freaked out in real life if you just saw a, like a handful of snakes? No, I so I love snakes in, in general, 
but these snakes are different. So, like, if I saw yeah. one of those snakes, yeah, I would probably... What's different about them? The way they were colored and their shape, like, so, like, you know, snakes have the same build. Yeah. They all do. Like, they have their body is, like, the same build. These ones were just more... They Building. were wider and shorter. Like, they were, they're not quite as long, and they're bigger around than normal, so their proportions were different. And then their colors... So they're more flat on the bottom. I wouldn't say they were... Yeah, they they had a level of flat to them, but it was more of like... So you know how Girth, big... Are, so, like, if a snake's, like, this big around, it's probably, like... You know, like, if it's, like, a foot in diameter, it's probably, like, a 20-foot-long snake or more. It might only be, like... Eight or ten feet long. Ooh, that's still creepy. And they, the snakes themselves, typically weren't aggressive. They were only were in that one dream, but it was the precursor. So you were equally scared of the snakes, not because of the snakes, but because of what followed the snakes, which was the scum. What? Oh, there. Did you remember your dream? No, but it's a, it's another Star Wars thing that I would bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you had, what what was it? Oh, if you had to fight five Wookiee-sized Ewoks. No, if you had to fight one Wookiee-sized Ewok or five Ewok-sized Wookiees, what are you fighting? Because you know what those both are, right? Am yeah. I fighting hand-to-hand? Yeah, just pure hand-to-hand. Are they fighting hand-to-hand, too? Yeah. I think I'd fight the Ewoks. I think I the can. one Ewok. The, no, the, no, sorry. The 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 mini Wookies. I think I could do it because their strength yeah. is going to be diminished. I still don't want to. Yeah, but them. you know the Kashyyyk are like some of the best hand to hand combat warriors, right? It, yeah, but they're and the Ewoks are like four foot, so it's like fighting a midget Kashyyyk, but five of them. Yeah, but I'm I'm not beating some giant Ewok. I've got a better chance against a ton of little. Their Ewok. maneuverability is really bad too. Like the Ewoks are. So like even though they're very skilled, they can't move very well. You give me a gun. Um, I'm still probably taking the little ones because they'll be yeah. Um, shooting a giant Ewok, the skin's probably going to be thicker. Dude, Actually, have you ever tried to kill a woodchuck? No. They, them suckers, you can shoot them all you want. They're dying days later due to infection, not because you actually hit anything. They are so thick-skinned, it's not even funny. Got it. Woodchuck hide. Yeah. That's where it's at. Hmm. Woodchuck luck. It's so rubbery. Wubba. Would you Wubba. fight five bunny-sized wolves or one wolf-sized bunny? Bunny-sized wolves any day. Oh, I say that. Bunnies, or, like, if I had to fight them, their their kicking power is going to be insane at that point. Yeah, and picture one that's the size of a wolf. But if it's a wolf, and you know, wolves are not like regular domestic dogs, wolves are like three times the size of a regular uh, dog. I would rather fight, yeah. You basically just asked us, do you would you rather fight a kangaroo, (laughs) a kangaroo, or or some some puppies, (laughs) a dire rabbit, or a puppy? Yeah, I'm taking the killer, a killer rabbit. I'm killing some puppies. Yeah, Hmm. I love those videos of of kangaroos that'll just aggro for no reason. I like the one where the kangaroos like choke holding the dog and the guy goes out there and punches the kangaroo yeah. to get his dog free and the kangaroo's like, hey, hey. I love the one where he, uh, the guy like is parachuting and he lands and then the kangaroo like looks over at him and just takes off for him and just starts 
like fist just, fighting. The guy, he's like, just tell, buzz off, buzz you, off, kangaroo, stupid you, kangaroo. You can just tell they belong in Australia. Like, yeah. all right, let's go. Yep. Let's go. I'm going to beat the snot out of you. Yep. I, I, Australia is just, it's something else. Have you have you seen the the things that look like they're co- their dust covered forests? Oh, spider webs. But it's pure. I don't want to go there. You no, go to I don't want to with us. No, why not? I don't want to go <laughs> to. Like I want to go to Australia. I, yeah. packs, bro. I don't want to. I want to go to Australia. I don't want to deal with that. My, one of my biggest like cringe moments I, that I, I see. I couldn't get Kara to go. That'd be the hardest thing. She would never. Go. Some of the things that cringe me out the most are when people are like touching these fuzzy balls. Mm-hmm. And they move them, and it's a it's a spider's egg. Like it's a, it's a daddy egg. Like, oh like, no! Yeah, and they go, and there's a million of them in that sack. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, um, it's, I don't think it's a sack. I think it's literally it's just a, it's just a cluster. Of there's them. so many of them, and they're all just on each other. And that's just the fuzz is their legs. Yeah, and it's, like, it's just a cluster of them. They pack together like that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they're like all up their arms and stuff. I would just uh, yeah. But you just gave me a bunch of goosebumps when I was like, I wonder if that's just like a defense mechanism. All your hair stands up so you can feel things like closer to you. Hmm. Oh, that's a good point. I wondered. Yeah, because if you think about it, you start to get on edge. All of your hairs come up. So you're just more alert. Maybe it's just to catch like breezes better. Everything your body just is it's better defense. Yeah. I was curious. Um, I had one more question, though, for you guys. So um, I forget what morale um I'll look it up. But so there's a philosophical concept. Yeah. So there is a perfect world, perfect utopia. Nothing's wrong. Sorry. Everybody's fit. No, no. <laughs> it is a perfect world. Okay. There's nothing wrong. Everything is cured. Everything but is But the awesome. only way you can have this world is one kid must be alone in oh, a dark pit one. for the rest of eternity. Yeah. I'm sorry, little one. <laughs> I'm sorry, child. The Thanos. They're just theme. always alone. Yeah, like like it's, no one can like go talk to them or anything. No, the second you do, who cares? The utopia ends, huh? Yep. It's it's a utopia. For do they one... know that that's why it's got to be that way? No. Or do they? You're, just you're the only one that like, finds out. Surprise! You're the only one that you're knows. You're in jail. <laughs> Honestly, at that point, there's nine billion people on this planet. One of some one person can take the fall. Did they l- live at all beforehand? Like, are no. they like they hit the eight, or they're just born and that's their entire life? That's their entire. Well, if life. they don't know any better than being alone's not terrible. So yeah, I would exactly. probably go ahead and do it. I would have a harder time with it if they were like, "Oh, there's this ten-year-old kid who's lived a normal life up until now. You just throw them in a pit." Honestly, my conscience, dude. Nine billion. It's sacrifice the few for the many <laughs> one one kid has to suffer for nine billion to flourish in a utopia i'm fine with that and then it's like hey logan <laughs> you were nominated as the kid no wait, 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 no, no, no 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 wait wait so, wait 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 so the uh it's omela that would be a better that would be a better dilemma would you be the kid to sacrifice yeah. your entire you like, immortality. Like you have, you were immortal, but you sit in a pit of nothingness for the eternity of time for, for the world to flourish. And I would say no. So uh, it is, oh, is, oh, uh, Omela's, Omela's symbolism. So, uh, the child is meant to symbolize the injustice and humanity or inhumanity that is present in society. People in Omela 
Amelas are able to live with the idea of the child in the basement because they are living a happy life and are not directly affected by the child. So I guess, yes, imagine the world news, but could you live with it? Yeah, I'd be fine. It's I mean, one you're child saying, for like, there's no people. disease, there's no world hunger, there's like, nothing. Pure utopia. It's perfect. Yeah. World. It's one it's like kid. When, when it's, when, if the, so the kid doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. It's been that way his entire life or her now, life. Now, what if I change it that the kid knows he gets to live for like a year, gets to kind of experience things and you strip it then all Then it would be more difficult, but I would probably still do it if it meant that like everybody was comfortable again because it's, it's so many people live people. lives that, without, you know, it's not by choice that they're already living like that, mm-hmm. that you're just limiting it to one instead of Listen, all of them. That's the difference. You guys are doing the hero versus villain debate. The villain sacrifices the whole world for you, and the hero sacrifices you for the whole world. Yeah. I'm a hero. I'm saving the whole world for one stupid little child. I don't care if it's my flesh and blood. It's nine billion people are flourishing in a world. <laughs> He is replaceable. <laughs> we are That's, all replaceable. Yeah. Yep. That's right. It comes down to me. It's almost a, uh, what's the value of a life to you? You know, mm-hmm. is definitely one, is less one than life 9 billion. more valuable or is, you know, the life of an entire world more valuable than the life of one? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It depends on the people. <laughs> 9 billion people. Nine billion to one. Really? That kid ain't going to be no freaking. Now, what if you get selected? I would do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm selfish. <laughs> I would do it. Loser. I wouldn't do it. I, what's the point of living in a pit for the rest of your life? No, what if they, for if I 100 choose, years, yeah. for your whole life, randomly they pick someone, how would you act? Wait, oh, say that again? Damn, it if me. you got selected, like they just, you turn 18, you get stuck into a raffle, and then you could get picked, and the rest of your life is now in a pit. Or oh, say, like every time the kid dies yeah. and like they change. Oh, so every time the kid so dies, let, let's a new, say like yeah, every yeah new, they just person. have a raffle and someone gets pulled. So the Hunger Games, almost yeah. I'm draft Whole dodging. World, though. I'm Donald Trump in this shit, dude. You're one out of a billion that gets the. But yeah, the they try to pick people with a longer life. So you're gonna be. It's gonna be pretty much from the time you're born. Well, actually, you have to almost be able to live by yourself to some degree. Just so, do 18. Once you get 18, you're registered to be the, the child. The kid that... Well, the you're guy. not a child. You know what? The guy. 13, yeah, the, 13 to uh, You'll 13 be the to whole 20. dweller. 13 to 20. I mean, it would suck, but yeah. If it meant the entire world If it was, was 13 fine. to 20, I would be okay with being yeah. the, the the sacrifice then. No, you're no. You're saying no war, no disease, no yeah, hunger. Yeah. It's, a, it's a literal oh, utopia. It, it's, it's not, not from 13 to 20. It's no. 13 to 20 is when you can be selected yes. for the rest of your life. Yeah. No. Because they're going to look for people that can live the longest. No. Yeah. I need to be able to survive. No. I, yeah. I don't care enough about the world. What's the point of the world flourishing if I don't get to experience it? Oh, so you, you would say F it. Yeah, no. How about you, I Seth? Would, I, would, I would draft dodge. I'm keeping that for my role at the end of the video. <laughs> no. You know what? Because essentially it. it'd be living in solitary for the rest of your life. Yeah. It'd be living in a deprivation. I don't chamber. think you'd live very long. You but would, you would probably die I would try of starvation. And stick it out as well. Let's say you, let's say you have regular they, food. They will keep you alive. 
like medically speaking, I'm assuming, well, disease and hunger is not a problem. So let's say you, you they, have all they the provide food you need. for you. You just don't get contact. You would probably go mad and die of like that, some sort that's of That's what I'm thinking is you would, you would probably die of depression or like you would just lose the will to live at some point. And your brain would just shut down. Your brain would probably shut down within like 10 years of that. Way more than that, though. Like of nothingness. Yeah, because there'd be eventually a point where but I... But the storm dragon from the current reincarnated me would, as a slime, he was in just the, stuck in his own head for even longer than the, that. The current me would probably... <laughs> He's built different. The current me would probably uh, give up. Or I guess not give up, but the current me will let's just say would not totally be there. There'd be parts of me, but not real me. Well, you'd have to shut down and find your happy place at that point. Yeah, I guess if it was for the world, yes, could do it. Would I want to do it? No. Yeah, I would absolutely not want to. I, I'd probably say there'd be a moment where I'd snap, and I'd probably bring a little bit of war and violence back into the world. All but- right. <laughs> would you rather have? Okay, it's a would you press the button debate. So you get $10 million every three seconds and you get ultimate happiness, but you have to kill Phil the hamster. Would you do it? I would kill a hamster Who's for Phil that. Phil the hamster? Phil the hamster. Yes, yeah. I would kill Phil the hamster. What about Phil the hedgehog? I would kill Phil the hedgehog. Who, I don't know who Phil the hedgehog is. Here's the thing. Um, they, I don't know them. Not the same point. It's not, an animal. It's an animal. It's an animal it's and I don't sentient. know. It's not sentient. It's, Yeah. Get $10 million dollars or Daisy. You press the Oh, bu- that Phil. Phil the, the groundhog. Hand. Oh. No. Yeah. Yes, it's a groundhog. No, hey, it's a hedgehog. Corbin. It's not a hedgehog. Corbin. Puck's tiny hey, uh, Phil. No, uh, I, I looked Logan. it up. Logan, Logan it. What's, your, what's your dog's name? Well, Theo is my roommate's dog, yeah, but okay. I, I've threatened to... Take Theo in the divorce? Brom. Do Brom. That's my puppy back home. Okay. So, $10 million dollars. Or your puppy, Brom. Yeah, I would take the 10 And Brom's not old. Huh? And Brom's not old. Brom's only five. Oh, okay. Daisy with the $10 million. A second? Yeah. Probably. No. I would I would take the money if it involved, like, all of you dying. Well, then again, wow, so no. that's assuming the I, money holds its value. If the inflation like, kicks so in, like it's only, yeah, like, $3. It's like so inflation it's $10 million in today's gold. Like if it's not going to be affected economically, like in a negative manner, it we're not be just ten million dollars in gold. We're not just printing money; no, no. it sustains its value. It's going to yes. be gold. It does. It don't lose gold, its value. Yeah, gold will lose its value if we get more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. So if it holds its value, hey, you just do it like the diamond yes. market. You just release some of it out over slow periods. Yeah. So the money holds its value, and then the diamonds inflation doesn't change. Inflation doesn't change. I would. Yeah. Okay. I would sacrifice everyone I know for $10 million for every I'd be seconds. sad, but I could do it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't enjoy it. You're like, oh. But it's like... <laughs> yeah, you'd be sad for the first, like, three seconds of not having your dog, and it's like, I everything that ever was a problem in my life is solved. Well, not everything. You can buy redacted. <laughs> I was going to say you can't buy redacted. <laughs> yep. How much does Redacted. it cost? Let's oh, my out. word. You ready to skydive? <laughs> We're a long ways away from skydiving, Seth. I think we could do it. Yeah. 
I, I'm just saying. What Taco Bell menu item should they bring back? I don't eat Taco Bell. The Fritos uh, burrito. Yeah, the Fritos, the $1 beefy Fritos burrito. Who eats at Taco and Bell? And McDonald's should bring back their right snack now. wraps. Yeah, those were pretty good. They I, were the, they I were hadn't gotten one in forever. Like yeah, even before, the, well, even before they oh, got rid yeah. of them, it had been forever since. They, well, because I thought they were too expensive for how small they, they were, were, so I quit buying you them. Get two and it's like eight bucks. Yeah, it was nuts, but they tasted so good. But you get like a six-piece tender meal, which is the same thing, but for like four dollars. I don't want to click on. that. I can get two double cheeseburgers and a large drink for less than five dollars. I can get two McChickens, a large one fry, and a, and a large drink for four oh seven. I can buy a wrap the size of a taquito. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But they were good for the same price. You never know what you have until it's gone. Don't so know what you collect. got till it's gone. <laughs> wow! Uh, I will save this for after the podcast, but I just found some information that could be kind of interesting. Get your D20s out, boys. D20? Boy, D20 time. Oh. Of course. All right. Are you kidding me? I rolled another 15. Okay, what'd you get? Oh, I got a six. I Four. got a Seth roll. I thought, that was a, I thought it was a nat 20 with the octopus. Four. Oh, with the Cthulhu. Six or, yeah. and 14. Whose dice has the... Who's got the Cthulhu dice? You did. You're... Mm-hmm. The black pair, like the black eagle in the bowl that you gave me the one time had it. Wow. Corbin's sterile. <laughs> Redacted. Corbin? Yeah. Redacted. I have to cut, have to that, cut that too. <laughs> Cinnamon is not but a flavor. Butter, butter experience. But a coating. Goodbye, all. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you said butter. I've yet to put uh, butter on my pot tarts yet. I need to do that. You're a sick soul for not trying Cut to Cut that yet. last part out in this part. Cinnamon is not a flavor, but an experience. <laughs>